This is Religion Today with Martin Tanner, a weekly look at religion and spirituality here at home and around the world. Now, here's your host, Martin Tanner. Welcome. This is Religion Today. I'm your host, Martin Tanner. Today, with me by phone, is the president of FAIR, which is a great organization. His name's Scott Gordon. He's the president. And uh, this is a wonderful opportunity to talk about one of their annual events, which is their FAIR conference, which will be happening on August 7th and 8th. Welcome to Religion Today, Scott Gordon. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. It's a pleasure to have you. Scott, uh, some of our listeners are very familiar with FAIR. Some maybe not so much. I, I guess I should officially be calling it FAIR Mormon because you have um, officially changed your name. But tell, tell our listeners about FAIR Mormon, which they can find on the Internet at fairmormon.org, about its purpose and how they can find you. What or FAIR Mormon started quite a while, actually, in 1997, on the Internet, um, when we noticed people were making lots of claims and having lots of questions about the church and um, spreading a lot of false information. And so we tried to respond to it, and then someone got the bright idea that says, hey, let's, you know, since these responses, um, I mean, many responses were the same responses over and over and over again. They said, hey, let's put it on these newfangled things called the website back in 1997. Remember, this was even before YouTube and Google and a lot of other things even existed. And so... Uh, so somebody said, yeah, let's make a website. Hey, let's make an organization. And so the idea of Fair Mormon is to provide a place that gives responses to criticisms of the LDS Church and, or, and tries to put those criticisms into a faithful context. So we deal with some difficult issues, but, um, but we try to do it from a believer's point of view. And we try to be very um, inclusive in our discussion so in other words, we, we, we try to include the, um, you, you know, the positive and the negative. We, 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 try, we try to, um, I think one person said, you know, there's, a, there's an expression that says sunshine is the best disinfectant oftentimes. And so we try to really sunshine out many of these articles and, and, and um, many of these ideas. And you find that just by looking at them in context and looking at them in, with, in context with what the people were saying at the time, that a lot of the problems just go away, but others just uh, you can look at it in a more faithful context. Well said. And my, my personal experience with Fair Mormon is that you have thousands of responses now on your website, and somebody is going to be very, very likely to find the answer to whatever question, even if it seems odd, obscure to them, uh, on, on your website. So I, I personally would encourage people to look. Yes. In fact, we have people who email us constantly. If, if they don't find the answer, they can email us directly. And that's how we build our answer, uh, our, our, our group of answers, is as people email us with questions, usually we can say, well, here's the answer over here. But sometimes we say, gosh, we haven't looked at that. That's a great question. And then we do some research. One of the problems one has when looking at criticism of the church is that oftentimes uh, they're presented as a long list of items, and most most people don't have the time to go through each and every item on the list uh, because it takes research for every item. And so it's nice to have the the, the answers at Fair Mormon because you can look at those items 
and someone has taken the time to research them and, and look at the background and such. And just about any entry would would be hours and hours and I mean sometimes hundreds of hours worth worth of research, but uh, at least very right. many hours. And so your your observation is very well taken. Somebody's going to find some great researcher. We have you here today to talk specifically about the fair conference. Tell our listeners about this. Uh, exclusive conference that only fair member. I'm kidding. Anybody no, can okay. come to this conference about this wonderful conference that's open to everyone. Right. I was going to say, whoa, Martin, you're <laughs> not, not, not how it is. But that's yeah, not how good. it is. Uh, yes, it's in Provo, Utah. It is op- an open conference. It, we have believers. We have non-believers. We have all kinds of people attend. Um, it's uh, and and we have uh, a number of speakers who who talk about. Some of the difficult issues uh, facing us today, and and they and they uh, give their perspectives on it. Now, naturally, it's their perspective. It's not necessarily Fair's perspective or the church's perspective. But I found these conferences are the highlight of the year, and people who come uh, from their feedback forms that I get to read uh, generally have nothing but positive things to say. Uh, the um, it, there's just lots of information on a variety of topics, and uh, and people have have thought out their talks well in advance, and it's uh, you know it, it, it's one of those a good time is had by all. I guess we could say it that way, but um, it's they're, they're really it, it's. I, I was talking to someone who was a journalist, uh, happened to be non LDS, and I was trying to describe the conference to them about what we do, and I said, well, we take items that are our critics bring up and they were criticized for, and we try to discuss them. And this particular journalist went, said, "Wow, that sounds really interesting. I wish every church would do that." So it's um, it, it's we, we have a fun time. We talk with each other. Uh, it's um, you know it gives people a chance to actually interact directly with some of the speakers, so they can actually talk them you know talk with them one on one, or ask them questions uh, you know from the floor just after their talk. And um, it's you know, a lot of learning takes place, and um, it, it, it's um, yeah, it, it's it's really interesting. I've never been to one of these where I've said, you know, each each year as I start planning these, I I, I keep thinking how many they top last year's because last year's was fabulous, and each year we come along and it's they're they've all been good so far. So I've been very happy. They they have all been terrific, and I will toss in one little comment here, and then ask you a few questions. It doesn't matter if you are a non-member, a member of the LDS Church for, you know, 50 years or three weeks. There is some amazing information here presented by great researchers and scholars and very knowledgeable people, but presented in a way that's very easy and understandable. Nobody's going to put some presentation up there uh, that you won't be able to understand and really get something out of. And, and with that said, let's talk about some of the content here in our last couple of minutes. Sure. Um, we have several exciting uh, speakers, and I'll, I'll just mention a few, and then I'll talk about one that I'm real excited about. Um, for example, we have a talk on the book of Abraham. We have a talk on Joseph Smith and what he taught versus what early Christians taught. Um, we have someone talking about Mormons being gay, um, and we have uh, 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 one woman's talking about this being a woman's church, which is, I know, controversial and in the news these days. We have a lot of 
uh, feminist uh, issues uh, going on. One of the ones I'm excited about is we've got a panel discussion, and the panel discussion is different because instead of bringing in a number of scholars for the panel discussion, as we have in years past, we've brought in all these scholars who actually brought in um, uh, some people who who are, you know, I hate to use this word, but ordinary members of the church who had family members who have left. And they're going to talk about their experiences, and their experiences differ from one another. But I know a number of us have experiences where we have sons or daughters or spouses who have left the church or friends, and so they're going to talk about their experiences and, and what it's meant. And some of the experiences, honestly, are have not been good, and other experiences have been fabulous. So we tried to provide kind of a range on that. So I think that'll be fun. That'll be it'll be interesting. That's on Friday afternoon. Um, yeah. So one one other thing I wanted to, to bring up, I think I'm excited about. I, well, I shouldn't say I think I'm excited about. I know I'm excited about. Is we have Marvin Perkins and Russell Stevenson. They're both one speaking on Thursday and one speaking on Friday. And they're both speaking about blacks in the LDS Church, African Americans. And I like the topic uh, title of Russell Stevenson's talk because I think it really reflects uh, what the issue is. It says, um, shouldering the cross or how to condemn racism and still call Brigham Young a prophet. Because I think the issue isn't, you know, blacks in the priesthood per se, but, but the whole idea of prophets and revelation and how could something like this happen in a church that has profits. And I think that's, that's an interesting topic for discussion. Scott Gordon, thanks for joining us on Religion Today. Check out the conference on their website at fairmormon.org. We return to Religion Today with Martin Tanner on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back. I'm Martin Tanner. This is Religion Today. Scott Gordon, who was with us during our last segment, um, is the president of FAIR, and he and others have put together this year's FAIR conference. Not all of the speakers, of course, are available in advance of the conference, but even without one of the speakers uh, here in studio who is going to talk about the Joseph Smith papers, I wanted to address the topic, just give a little bit of a preview nonetheless. Some of you will have heard about the Joseph Smith Papers. This is an incredible project that has uh, been underway for quite a few years now, and it was funded, it still is funded, always will be funded, by a large grant from uh, Larry H. Miller Foundation before Larry Miller passed away. And this this is just so exciting. Uh, many people are familiar with the books in the Joseph Smith Papers series. You can track those down at Deseret Book, on Amazon, at all kinds of different places. And it's really fun to look at. These are incredibly well-published uh, and well-put-together uh, books, and they're categorized into a number of different um, categories. There are documents, which includes letters, revelations, reports of discourses, and by reports I mean um, back then, of course, there were no microphones, and 
So the reports uh, are the shorthand dictation writings, or in some cases, longhand uh, writings that were uh, written down of speeches and and other kinds of uh, talks that were given by Joseph Smith himself. So that would be the document section. And then there is the section that has Joseph Smith's journals and diaries. There is a section that contains administrative records. You might say, well, cow, how exciting could that be? It is quite fascinating because in there you have official minutes of other church or, or of church meetings and other official records of church meetings in which Joseph Smith was a participant. There's another section that deals with revelations and translations, and that has things in it like early manuscripts and printed versions of scriptures, like the Book of Mormon, uh, and some of the revelations that comprise the uh, Doctrine and Covenants. These are things that were dictated by Joseph Smith, and you can see these, you can actually see these in the Joseph Smith papers. We also have another section that's the histories of Joseph Smith. He has several different manuscript histories of his own life and of the church. Uh, They're in different degrees of completion and they're fascinating to take a look at. Uh, you have legal and business records, land documents, uh, contracts, court proceedings, all kinds of different things. You've got calendar documents. I mean, there are all kinds of different cited works. I'm not going to take the time to go through any more. But the point is that some of these are now published. Um, I should have counted up before I came on the air today exactly how many of them have been published, but it is certainly not all of them. It's it's still a small portion. There will be a great number of volumes. When they are completed, they will be huge because never before, probably in the history of the world, has a denomination been so thorough and so careful to publish all of its founding and contemporary uh, documents from its founding era and its founding uh, figure. But the other thing that's so exciting about these particular papers is that you can find them online. If you don't happen to have the close to $200, I can't remember what the number is, uh, available for a fancy leather-bound edition or one of the very modestly priced uh, hardback versions that you can get uh, online or, or wherever, have it shipped to you for $20, $30, $40, 50 depending on the volume. Um, some others are a little more when they first come out. Then you can also take a look at these on the Internet. All you have to have is Internet access. And unlike other sites, you don't have to log in. You don't have to leave your contact information. You don't have to give them a credit card number. You just open the site. And there 
you find this amazing array of all of these documents. And there are many documents that are yet to be finally published in, in book format. Um, before I started the show today, one of the things that I did was take a look at some of the revelations, uh, some of the early manuscript revelations of, of Joseph Smith. And it's it's really fascinating to see a lot of these early books and records. One of the things that anyone will bump into if they think to criticize or question the uh, role of Joseph Smith as a prophet, as a prophetic individual, restoring gospel principles. One of the things that, that if you doubt that, you will have to run into is how to answer the question, where did the Book of Mormon come from? Some people say, ah, Joseph Smith wrote it himself. Take a look at the manuscript of the Book of Mormon. See if you think he could have produced that with the knowledge available to him at the time. Take a look at it and see how few significant changes were made to the original manuscripts. Uh, there are only a small, small, small handful that might be considered to have been significant changes. And this was something that Joseph Smith did, according to all contemporary accounts, uh, unaided by anything, not even a Bible, dictating about 10 pages a day to a scribe. How do you explain that? This wasn't a researched volume. Most academic scholars today writing about something in their own field with a computer word processor could not accomplish that kind of a pace. It's absolutely amazing. It is impossible for somebody with his background to have done so, as bright and as uh, well-versed as he was in some things. Another thing that I would like to point out with the Joseph Smith papers here is that you can see not just the original works themselves online, but you can also see beautiful uh, photography of each one of them and then page by page, and then also a transcription of each one of them. It's fabulous. If anyone who doubts, for example, Joseph Smith's veracity or wants to see the kind of person he was in his personal private letters of the day. Take a look at the letters of Joseph Smith and the Joseph Smith papers. They're absolutely fabulous. As I've spent time looking through these and some that I had never seen before, it is wonderful to become personally acquainted with him through his letters. Joseph Smith paper, something that will be addressed at the Fair Mormon Conference this August. Check it out, fairmormon.org. I'm Martin Tanner. Join me again next week right here on Religion Today when we'll talk more about religion and related topics. <music>